we listen to customers and we want to build something for them, not because we believe in, right? And we become the voice for the customer to the hyperscalers team as well. Ecosystem Aces is a podcast dedicated to helping business leaders unleash the full potential of the ecosystem economy. Whether you're just getting started with ecosystem partners or you're looking for advanced strategies and tactics, this podcast is for you. Let's get into the show. Welcome. Welcome back to another episode of Ecosystem Aces. Hey, Parul. Great to, great to have you here. Hello, everybody. Thank you for having me here, Chip. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to uh, to have this conversation, Parul. Uh, gosh, this is uh, really going to be interesting. You know, our audience is all partner uh, partner folks and learning from each other. And and Parul, you have just a, an amazing background. You know, gosh, you've been a, a startup founder. You've been with Microsoft for many years, seven years. Created a lot of companies. You're you know now you've been with CoreStack for four years. Uh, and you're, you know, you're uh, vice president of strategic alliances, right, at CoreStack. So, first of all, welcome, welcome, Pearl. Thank you. Glad to be here, and uh, thank you for having me here, and thank you, audience, uh, for giving me the time to kind of discuss and talk and uh, share my experiences. That's fantastic. You know, Parul, why don't we start, let's uh, start with CoreStack and maybe you could tell us a little bit about, you know, uh, tell, tell us a little bit about CoreStack. I mean, you guys are, you know, working very closely with hyperscalers. Um, tell us a little bit about CoreStack and then uh, tell us a little bit also about what you and your, your team are up to in terms of partnering. Fantastic. So uh, I am uh, part of a very fun-loving but exciting cutting-edge company called CoreStack, as Chip has said. Uh, we are coming up on our fifth anniversary uh, just in a couple of weeks, so we are very proud about that. Uh, we are a um, startup out of Seattle, Washington, uh, and then you know, have a, another um, office in India. Uh, we are a strong team of 145 people. Gosh, I'm thinking because we know we are kind of growing, which is a good sign. Uh, 45 uh, brilliant minds um, have come together. To really create this platform, uh, which we call is a autonomous and continuous governance for multi-cloud. We are in multi-cloud world, whether it's AWS, Azure, GCP, I'm sure Oracle's coming up, um, and IBM. So what we provide to end uh, enterprise customers is ability to really adopt to public cloud quicker, sooner, with the full confidence. So what does governance means, right? So I always keep thinking about people talking about cloud management, um, you know, management of this, management of this. And I've always felt, and our founders have instilled that in, you know, in their product when they built this, is management is after the fact. We have to do it. I'm not saying no. But how about we really take, you know, and uh, go a little bit up notch and say, hey, cloud governance. So even before certain things happen, let's let's curtail certain behavior, let's instill certain discipline, yet make sure that the agility is not crippled. So that's why governance and the core stack is a cloud governance platform for enterprise users. So that's who we are. And um, uh, we have uh, three product offerings, FinOps, financial operations, SecOps, security operations, and CloudOps. Uh, we are a next-gen solution or FinOps, SecOps, and CloudOps in Vertical. That's what CoreStack is, Chip. That's fabulous. That's a great, uh, great introduction. And 
So tell, 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 you know, what, tell me a little bit about, uh, you know, you, you at uh, CourseTech have been, you know, very successful working with, I mean, you're a startup, right? But you're working with the three, you know, big hyperscalers and how has that worked? How have you gotten attention? I think everybody that's listening, that's a, that's in a startup would love to know your, you know, the secret, what's the secret sauce (laughs) to how it works. Absolutely. There, there are definitely secret sauce that gets created when you believe in something, you have conviction, and you want to find a way to kind of reach, right? We at Tech aspire to really reach the stars. In fact, we had a very, uh, you know, a fun event just about a couple of weeks ago in, you know, fun offsite that we call internally, and we were just working through our um, core stackers, and each one of them was representing, hey, the company is opt for app for really reaching out to the stars. And how do we do that, right? It's not just the words. So we are a partner first company. And what it means is we go to market with our partner strategy in which uh, Chip, is, as you mentioned, uh, the key partnership is around MSPs, SIs, GSIs, but a very strategic relationship. And I think most of uh, in this conversation, we're gonna talk about hyperscalers. Hyperscalers being uh, you know, AWS, Amazon, Azure, Microsoft, GCP, Google, and uh, you know there are other mixes coming up as well. So I will be also touching a little bit about them as well because you know I'm just doing some early stage uh, uh, research on them. Uh, Oracle being one of them, right? I had, uh, on behalf of CoreStack, I had these strategic alliances, and I'm I'm looking at these hyperscalers and how do we leverage hyperscalers uh, ecosystem, right? That they have created for startups such as ours. So there are two sides of, you know, two tracks, if I may think, right? One is the SI track that, you know, all of these hyperscaler have fantastic programs. I'm going to focus and talk more about ISV because that's who we are. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's what I'm more um, uh, aware and uh, knowledgeable about. So how do this, you know, hyperscalers and ISVs work together? So I'm going to share definitely um, along the way what we have been doing, how we've been successful where we've learned lessons and failed fast, right? But definitely after, you know, very deep relation, I would say with um, AWS and Azure for sure, and Google's kind of uh, really taken up, Oracle's coming up. So we feel very comfortable and confident in terms of, and actually thankful to all of these ISVs, I'm sorry, hyperscalers, who have created this fantastic opportunities for all SI partners, ISV partners such as us, as well as the enterprise or the end customers who want to consume that. So definitely I would, I will, you know, specifically go into detail as, as you want me to. Yeah, no, that's so in the early days, I mean, I, I, I assume that it helped when you came, I came aboard or that was part of the reason that uh, the team wanted you aboard is your experience with Microsoft, right? I mean, that was probably a good help to you get up to speed just through your contacts and things like that. How did you sort of, how did you work those relationships? Now it's been four years. Think back to the early days. How did, what was that like? Was it daunting? Just like, how do we, <laughs> how are we going to get started? I, I think that's a good question. So of course, you know, coming from Microsoft, understanding the ecosystem always helps. However, I was not in the partner ecosystem in Microsoft, but you understand as a company. And again, just being here in Seattle, you have a lot of connects to even AWS as well through friends mm-hmm. and families. And so you really constantly learn. But you know, you shared a little bit about my background. I've been 
in, in, in the entrepreneurial journey almost all my life. And, you know, in a startup, you need people with that, um, I would say, you know, entrepreneurial spirit and understanding because there is no path paved for you, right? When you're a startup and you're kind of wanting to break into any, any large hyperscalers, you know, they may have systematic program, but you're just a startup, right? There are thousands and thousands of partners kind of out there. And, you know, how are hyperscalers going to notice you? So definitely that creativity has to be uh, in as well as, you know, that passion that we want to make something. But also important to know that what is that the company requires? So I'll be very um, specific to talking about CoreStack. As, as, as I said, we are a technology play. We are a technology platform. And so what does it mean? These hyperscalers, they will actually, you know, I would look at them as my partnership or getting something out of them in terms of our product and technology, so product recognition, as well as, you know, the leads and the lead support, right? I mean, these are the two fundamental things that I really wanted to achieve out of the partnership. When I say I, meaning, you know, we as a team. And uh, product recognition was critical because we are a 100% cloud native services platform that is core stack. So what we do is we amplify the web services that you know AWS or Azure or GCPs would, would be you know publishing. And when I say we amplify is you know we are a hand and a glove actually together. So mm -hmm. AWS would have let's say you know um, uh, 10, 15, 20, 30 different services that that enterprise is actually consuming. We actually help them consume better to their, so that they are able to realize the business in a better way and see the impact. So product recognition with the you know, AWS teams, technical teams or Azure team was a critical partnership outcome that I wanted, one of the, right? So that's where you start really leveraging their programs. Uh, they have fantastic programs and also definitely connections help. At that time, um, I wasn't much aware of Workspan as a tool, and I know the automation that Workspan offers, I think it would have really helped us a lot, but a lot of manpower or human power that I needed to put it in, right? As well as, you know, being creative about it, what messaging are you going to give so that you can get an attention from a techni tech technical team? So technology is one side. Lead gen which is what most startups need, right? Because we want to uh, get either the leads coming from these hyperscalers, or if we have leads, how do we get you know deal support from these hyperscalers? So definitely that was also a second and a you know, critical aspect of our partnership. So we see both sides of the partnership since we are an ISV, and there are multiple different tracks and the programs that this these hyperscalers offer to the ISV such as ours that we need to know how do we tap into, right? So to answer, you know, maybe or maybe some of your questions that you were asking before, our leadership, when I say leadership is founders, are firm believer in this, you know, really having very tight relationship with all the hyperscalers, primarily because we are trying to solve problem for enterprises, and multi-cloud is is the right uh, right right track for all the enterprises, right? Had it been maybe four years ago probably multi-cloud would have been just, people were just kind of thinking about it, but now we are already in this world. So our, our founders had the vision to really solve problem for the multi-cloud scenarios. And that's what we do. That's where when enterprises have more than one cloud, right? Or within one cloud, multiple different services, CoreStack is able to work with them 
work with them and work with the hyperscalers work together. And there are, you know, if I go specifically, you know, Chip, if you have questions, just stop me. Otherwise, I can go very specifically into, you know, AWS or Azure programs and stuff. No, this is this is great. I, I'm I'm curious about Harul. If you could if you can talk, let's let let's do dive a little bit into sort of that those two those two sides that you that you talk about. Talk about the technology side and the you know you're essentially creating a solution like a you know a joint a joint solution, right? A solution that to your customers, but they're also going to be cloud providers customers as well. How to talk a little bit about that process and, you know, were you working with the, you know, their product teams or how, what was the, what was that, that process like? So um, product team of the hyperscaler, is that the question? Yes. Yeah. So, so we have today, uh, Corsac has more than 150 enterprise customers globally, right? And so we listen to customers. We want to build something for them, not because we believe in, right? And we become the voice for the customer to the hyperscalers team as well. So in most cases, uh, you know, again, different uh, services team will operate differently when I say services team in hyperscalers. So they have um, several program, and I'm very specifically talking about AWS, where they have, you know, they are doing alpha testing or beta testing, uh, and then you become a part of their product launches in, you know, their, uh, you know, their reinvent or other events. So we, since we work with set of part, you know, customers, we know exactly some of the services that they're on, you know, consuming, whether it's Lambda, you know, Inspector. And so we, we built our product to really optimize those services for the end customer. Because, you know, it's, when you look at services are built fantastically, hyperscalers have done a fantastic job of building multiple services, even vertically go down. When it comes to an enterprise to use it, they like to connect the dots, right? So we have our, you know, we have patented technology called service chaining where we are able to connect the dots for them. And hence the services now become much more, um, you know, use, usable or much more impactful for them, right? For their businesses, whether it's for innovation, for efficiency, however you call. So we really become the voice of the customer, right? Uh, to this, you know, product teams. And, uh, you know, it, it's, it doesn't happen overnight, I will tell you. It took definitely two, two and a half year of solid working with the PDMs, which are partner development managers, showing them the value that we are creating for the customers before you start getting attention. And again, it's, it's given because, you know, they, as I said, they have thousands of partners that they have to deal with. So you need to create a, a, a kind of a niche for yourself. So there is, it, it doesn't happen overnight. So there is a lot of hard work that goes in. So one of the things that I will say that, you know, based on how we have been successful, uh, and again, there's a lot more that we can do, but so far successful with AWS or Azure and, you know, GCP, uh, again, uh, some of the other ones coming in, yeah. is dedicating, you know, org per se, even if you're a startup, you can do it. So I'm going to go into, you know, people process and tools, three things that you can always think about, right? And how do you attack any problem with these three things? And then that's what our founders, you know, our leadership have done it. So we, I kind of had the strategic alliances is all around hyperscalers. So my focus is that, and then, you know, we are looking to hire people, like we just hired somebody for GCP, we're looking to hire people for AWS. So very dedicated resources that you should put in. But now also evaluating tools such as WorkSpan, right? How do you bring in the efficiency? Because 
earlier, two years ago, we would be probably putting maybe five uh, or 10 deals a month, or we would be probably you know, looking at talking to maybe one feature in the product team, right? Now it's kind of multiplied and we want to. So how do you automate certain things, right? So first thing is put, have a dedicated you know, org, have people who are kind of um, responsible for each, you know, each vertical can be your uh, hyperscalers, right? And then have, you know, definitely tools such as Workspan, we are also looking at, Workspan is more around, you know, the APN partners, you know, Azure partner center, very, very fantastic way to kind of automate what you're doing, what would take 10 days, you know, you're kind of automating that, right? But also ensuring that the deals, uh, you know, visibility is there. But there are also tools such as Tackle.io that we are also evaluating, which is on the marketplace side, because I also wanted to bring it up that within the hyperscaler themselves, now there are two different sites, right? And, and I'm again going down only on the leads or the you know deal side. So right. you have the product side in mm-hmm. multiple different features and the teams that you have to figure out how do you talk and you know what value proposition you have. But then on the deal side, you have tools uh, who are helping you put your deals in their tools, get the deals, you know. And then it's all relationship, but all of a sudden the marketplaces are becoming also uh, very much uh, in the visibility side for the world, right? There are a lot of bets are being put by these hyperscalers. Hyperscaler leaders are dropping the marketplace, you know, the listing prices. So then you have tools such as Tackle.io, as I was saying, that we are evaluating to kind of automate those sites. So I think while the people are very important, identify that. You know, you set your own processes, but the processes can be automated through tools, uh, which will help really optimize your lead gen and the, you know, deal uh, support that is needed. So that's one side. On the product side, a lot of it is a relationship. A lot of it is, uh, you know, brand awareness. And, uh, you know, that also, they have, there are multiple different things that you can do. Like, you know, there are executive briefings that happens in Azure that you can go do it. Uh, uh, then, you know, in, in um, AWS also, again, because of COVID, a lot of the whatever in-person EBCs and stuff were happening or not, but there are, there are different creative ways you can do with even AWS, uh, especially, uh, you know, become part of some of their alpha and beta uh, program. So, you, you know, that's a good validation for even your customer, as well as, you know, if you've done it with one team, then you can go to the next and the next so I know I, I said I said it a lot, but I just want to make sure um, I, I'm able to very clearly call out the two sides, the product and the deals, and then there are people that you need to put in processes, and then you know automation through uh, various tools. Yeah, no, I love that, and I, I I like what you said towards the beginning where you 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 were you were saying that you know especially sort of starting out, it's hard it's hard to get get attention. But then over time, as you're as you're able to convey the value that you bring, and you're able to get you know the PDMs to get to get some attention, right? Um, that you're able to work with them, that they see the value that you're bringing. Absolutely. Uh, and so you can help them; they can help you, and uh, uh, and you build start to build those relationships to 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 absolutely. To, yeah. So Chip, I'll also tell you PDMs that we've had. For you know, I, I, they are fantastic in all of the PDMs that I've been dealing with. Maybe five or six different PDMs along different ISVs, uh, and over the period. Because what I have seen is they are also hungry to help you, right? But you need to give them the right value proposition. That you are not here to compete, 
but you are here when I say compete because sometimes, you know, because it's a technology play in, in my world, right? ISV track, you can be also competing with, are you competing with my services? You know, hey, we can do this. And that, that's where you, I think the, the beauty is how are you messaging? So my marketing team has done an awesome job and we continue to do it to make sure that we iterate enough so that the messaging is our messages are very clear. We create the right documentations, like, you know, sales plays are there to make sure that the sales reps of, you know, this hyperscalers can really understand the value that, hey, they are not competing against one of their services, right? There's a security command center or, you know, chief inspector, but we are here to really amplify. I think amplification is a mantra for us, but that needs to be translated in our messaging. So I, I, I also think that, you know, marketing team has to do a wonderful job in really articulating that. And then as a, as a strategic alliance, uh, you know, owner, whether you're a you know, director of PDM from your ISV side, make sure that you're able to communicate regularly to the PDMs of this ISVs. Because, you know, as, as you know, you and both know that there are many people, many companies talking the same language, like, you know, in, in cloud management tools or, you know, cloud management governments, governance tool, I will have a lot of other competition, right? How, how do I make myself or my company a little different? And uh, that's where the creativity comes. It's, and it's a lot of hard work. Yeah. And staying top of mind. I like that as well. It's not just sort of building that initial relationship, but. Persistence. Persistence pays off. It's not an overnight thing. Okay. There are a lot of programs that sometimes you have to know that whether you want to be part of or not, but there is a lot that ISVs can tap into from these hyperscalers, fantastic programs, but you need to know what you need to get out of that. Right. And that is very important and fail fast. And, you know, these are, again, my entrepreneurial worlds, you know, the, the languages fail. All of this is applicable. You should fail fast, know where you need to really spend your energy. Because when you tap into a program, you become a part of a program. For example, we're part of, let's say, you know, I can't confidentially talk about some of the programs or, you know, some of the programs that might get launched in reInvent. Uh, you need to know whether it, it's worth it or not, whether it makes sense or not, because you need to say no also. But it's not like, hey, every opportunity comes your way that you need to take it because you're a startup or you're, you know, uh, you're always going to be short on your capacity. So you need to know where to say no, but you absolutely need to know where you really kind of take it and make most out of it. Because when you become a part of a product, uh, and I'll go to the product side, product uh, alpha beta testing, there are a lot of GTM activities that you can do with them, right? Mm. So there are joint marketing activities. Uh, they dedicate, uh, you know, when I say they, meaning, you know, the hyperscaler dedicate the, you know, partner managers. So there's a lot open that you can tap into. Same thing when you are part of, you know, let's say on the deal side or the lead gen side, there are a lot of programs that this, you know, hyperscalers are driving. For example, ISV Accelerate, which is AWS. You know, we became part of that program. Uh, CoreStack is now ISVA. Uh, and that's a fantastic program for, you know, um, the AWS sellers to get, you know, motivated to kind of, or help us take to the deals. But how do you leverage that? You know, you need to kind of go inside of the program. You need to understand, really see how do you co-sell together, right? So that kind of brings me to like co-selling, co-selling with Azure. We are a co-sell Azure partner. We are a, you know, micro, you know AWS co-sell partner. It's very important. And I know WorkSpend does a lot of automation around once you have the co-sell. So again, leverage that. So this is what we do, and we want to continue to do it. Bring in the tools where we can automate, 
but it took us almost two and a half years, I would say, Chip, before we start looking at the tools, because there are a lot of things that needs to be in place first, so that you can really, because now we've created mini flywheels, now we can actually, you know, make sure that they are generating what you have invested your time in. Yeah, that's so smart. I think the, um, you know, like they say that you don't want to, you don't want to uh, pave the car path, right? Or the, the, the cow path, right? It's the old, uh, <laughs> the old saying, so get the process right. Yes. Figure out what the process is and, 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 you know, try it, fail fast, uh, and then start thinking about, okay, well, now that I know how this all works, how am I going to automate it? Yes, absolutely. I think um, you, you hit the nail, get the process right. But I also say that have your clarity of what you want to get. See, some companies just want the deals or lead gens. That's one part. But you need to have the clarity of what do you want to get out of this relationship? I think that's at, at most important, right? If, if, if whatever I've spent maybe last two and a half years, three years solid into this with different hyperscalers, one thing I will tell you, ISVs, you should always look at both. How do you get your product recognition? It's important. Mm. And how do you get the leads and the deals? So both are equally important, not just one or the other. But again, from SI side, I don't know their track, so I can't speak for it. But, uh, you know, it has really helped us, you know, sometimes win the deals also. When you say, uh, you know, uh, NAWS, like we got featured by NAWS SA, right? So when you say that, you know, the customers really love it because, yes, that means, you know, your product is definitely what I would love to kind of know because, you know, now AWS is talking about it. Yeah, yeah. How are you working with uh, with SI partners? And and you know, I, uh, it might be sort of in a different organizationally, might you know, but but I assume that on a lot of your opportunities, even though you're an ISV working with the with the hyperscalers, that there's probably a lot of uh, uh, of uh, deals where you're working with SI partners as well. And so it's you're co-selling, but you're co-selling with multiple <laughs> multiple of you together. Yeah, absolutely. There are multiple, there's no uh, one way or the other, but you know, the multiple different ways. So we have, um, so we are a partner first company. So in CoreStack, uh, we have a direct uh, sales team, right? And then, you know, the A's that we work with very closely. So, and then we have a partner team. So I'll just go first in the direct sales. So the way we look at it, uh, when the direct sales are kind of uh, hitting certain end customer conversation, you know, you know the drill, like, you know, we bring it up to AWS, Azure, GCP, or, you know, whoever the uh, hyperscaler may be on um, this customer. And then we try to kind of, you know, coordinate a deal conversation with one of these reps, right? And our reps are connected. And then, you know, they take it to the forward. There is a lot of cross-pollination, information sharing, just to make sure that together we are able to solve the customer problem, right? It's not just to right. deal. The ultimate goal for us is we need to help the customer. Right. And uh, it doesn't mean winning deals. It means really earning that trust. With so that's very key for us. Now, coming to our partner side. So we have about we have about you know, so we have, I would say, separate orgs dedicated right as a technology uh, partners. Then we have the direct sales and we also have the MSP GSI SI uh, partnership. So a lot of our MSP um Partners are what you kind of, or SIs are what you describe, right? Yeah. They have, because when we deal with enterprises, they usually have the, you know, either an SI or an MSP already in there managing a lot of their, you know, programs or contracts. So there's a lot of trust already built. And so what we do is we don't have to reinvent the wheel all the time. If the trust is built, 
And it makes sense, again, if the ultimate goal is to help the customer, the partner, which is what we want to do and not just sell, we actually go through the SI partners or MSPs. And our MSPs see a great value here where they, they might have multiple different customers that they are managing. Through CoreStack now, they are efficiently and effectively managed. So again, it may be that our sell or you know our deals would be with the MSP, and then they go and you know manage their customers. So that's how uh, you know we we have it. But there's a lot of emphasis on the partnership ecosystem that we have. Yeah. Well, that's great, uh, Pearl. This has been fantastic, and gosh, I really appreciate you sharing some of the experience of your experiences, uh, both with CoreStack and and you know in, in previous startups and with Microsoft and just a lot a lot to a lot to share with it with everybody any final final thoughts anything that uh just a, a, a sort of you know piece of advice or someone that's starting out to working with hyperscalers you've sh already shared a lot but uh any anything that sort of that uh kind of capsulized or you know captures the your your thoughts for for somebody starting out with this so they were four years. They were four years before. <laughs> four years ago, what advice would you have liked to have had uh, when you started? Sure. I mean, I can only share what uh, has been successful for us. And uh, whether we call it advice or just sharing, I believe in sharing and learning. So that's what uh, I can, you know, I can do my shared learnings. One thing and one thing is the hyperscalers. If, if you're an ISV company, I'm just being very careful, right? So if you're an ISV company such as ours, where we have built a technology of the product uh, on hyperscalers uh, to solve a you know, customer problem. Mm -hmm. Have that obsession about customer, that you mm -hmm. are here to solve the customer problem first. Uh, ISVs have, have done it fantastic, sorry, not ISVs, hyperscalers have done it fantastically because you know, they have brought in the speed, the agility that a customer is wanting to have in the cloud world, right? public cloud service providers. So with that, they've also created the ecosystem for partners such as us. So have persistence, but know what you want to get out of that, right? Again, I said it, you know, if it's you're there for product, you're there for you know, deals, or you're first starting with the deals, then you're starting product. I mean, know your know what you wanted because hyperscalers are like ocean, right? And you know, they, and they're they are your best friends. Because you know, in order for you to, you know, in order for you to be successful with your customer, they are genuinely, because they want to also help the end customers. Right. That's why. That's why you know, they're, and they're brilliant. They're, you know, they're very smart people, right? The Microsoft, the AWS, you know, the, you know, Google, you know, Oracle's coming. I, I keep bringing because you know they're Oracle, and I'm sure IBM, and all of a sudden you see, you will also hear about other hyperscalers of. The hardware companies now actually starting to, you know, that's a very interesting thing, Chip. Maybe we can talk on a separate track, but you'll start to see the old, um, you know, the hardware companies are now coming up. So the whole point I'm trying to say is everybody wants to help customers, whether it's, you know, enterprise, SMCs, definitely our focus is SMCs, but I'm sure SMBs and everybody, right? So I know the fact that they are there, but know also the fact that you will need to do a lot more, right? Messaging is so critical mm -hmm. to your differentiation. Really, the, the relationship is so important, right? And persistence. Never give up. You know, my, my PDMs, and I can bring them on, I can tell, I shout out, and they're all excited that I was coming here because they've been fantastic people. So assume positive intent that they are there to help you. You need to help them first by saying, why is 
I am important for them to talk. So I think that's yeah. what I would say. Gosh, so many, so many good things there. Um, I love that. I love customer first. I think that's, you know, that's always, uh, I think you said be obsessed about, uh, about customers. Persistence, really critical. Share your value, make sure that the PDMs know your, your value. And that's just, that's not just building the relationships, but it's also having the right messaging, making sure that they don't feel, you know, competitive or like uh, threatened at all. And that you're, you know, you're both working together, right. To, to improve the, you know, uh, build, build more workloads for them, right? <laughs> and at the, at the end, I would only say this, once you've done your process and the people relationship, I think bring in the automation in, in your yeah. process. I think that's yeah. very important because that will only look at the scale, you know, when you look at the scale. So four years ago or three years ago, that's how I, I did it. And I'm sure the people will do it because, you know, once they get start to see the, you know, flywheel is coming through, but I think the scale is only going to come through automation. So you need to bake in in your strategy after the people in the process is the tools. And yeah. that's very important. And we are, yeah. we are learning that and we are kind of going through that right now. So for awesome. sure. Awesome. Parul, thank you so much. Thank you again for, for joining us. This was, uh, this was fantastic. Thank you. Well, I think with that, we'll just uh, we'll say thank you all for for joining us for Parul Chetta and Chip Rogers, and uh, thank you for joining us for another episode of Ecosystem Aces. Parul, actually, before we sign off, what's a good way if someone wants to reach out to you? What's a good way to connect with you? Sure, uh, my email ID uh, Parul P A R U L at Corestack C O R E S T A C K dot I O. Perfect, super. Fantastic. Okay. Thank you all again for joining us and we will see you on the next Ecosystem Aces. Thanks everybody. Thank you. Workspan is the category leader for Ecosystem Cloud, where Alliance, Channel, and Ecosystem leaders connect, co-create, co-market, co-sell, measure, and scale with their ecosystem partners in a single secure network to grow business together. To learn more, visit workspan.com. You've been listening to Ecosystem Aces. To ensure that you never miss an episode, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time.